This is the Tennis Podcast, and I am your host, Nick Amell. I am a sidekick host named Brandon. It is so refreshing, honestly, to, to hear you embrace the sidekick host thing now. With less power comes less responsibility. That's Spider-Man's motto. <laughs> Fucking say it again. Okay, well, Brandon, how are you doing? You doing okay? You staying healthy? Yeah, um... I'm- okay, so t- this is the show about top 10-ish lists where either myself or the sidekick host, Brandon, bring a top 10-ish list on whatever we want. The other tries to guess without knowing ahead of time what that list is. Exactly right. This week's list is actually an answer to how am I doing? You rude little man. Here is the answer to how I'm doing. I'm doing just fine. Great. Is that the show? (laughs) And part of the reason I'm doing just fine is because I found ways to distract myself from fucking coronavirus bullshit. And that's what we're going to do today. We've been talking about pandemics, we, then we moved on to serial killers. We've been doing dark stuff mm-hmm. and we need something light and easy and kind of fun and interactive to get our minds off of things. And one of the ways that I stay connected with my friends, distract myself from the worries in the world and... It's about butts, isn't it? We're talking about butts today. No, it's not about butts. It's about music. We've talked a little bit about religion on this show. I'm not too into that, but music is my religion. I'm (laughs) super into music of all different kinds. What we're going to do today is talk about the most popular music genres in the United States, which is a pretty light, fluffy, easy uh, subject. Now, instead of going through notes on like, what is pop music, you know, or country music, which is a snore fest. What we're going to do instead is what I like to do with my friends is share music recommendations. We're going to give each other and the listeners music recommendations. And for each category, for each music genre, I have created a Spotify playlist that we will make public. By the time this episode publishes, for each category, you will be able to go and for each genre, look up the tennis playlist and follow along at home. And at the end of the episode, I'll tell you about some future plans to keep updating and refreshing these playlists for those who are interested. So, for each guess... What am I guessing? You're going to get... What am I guessing? guessing the most popular music genres in the United States as of May 2018. Based on? Based on a thousand users responded to a survey and said what music genres they were currently listening to. And this was this survey was analyzed and posted on statistica.com. So, you're going to guess the music genres. Okay. And when you guess it, I'm going to give you some of my music recommendations and you can give uh, some of your own, which I will add to these playlists. Just admit it. You're working for Spotify. That's what this is all about. They should be kissing my ass for all the times I'm going to be saying Spotify and telling people how great and easy Spotify is. But yeah, this is at a time when we're supposed to stay uh, physically distant, but socially connected, sharing's playlist and music on Spotify is one of the top ways that I do that. So, I'm going to do that with all of you guys, even including your goofy ass. Okay. I do think it's cool when you can share with someone some music that they might like to get into or some stuff that they may not have heard before. And that's what I tried to do with my picks. So, let's ignore the picks part right now because I can help walk you through that a little more. And first, I want you to start thinking about music genres in the US and which ones are the 10 most popular. I actually have the top 15. You want me to guess the music genres? Okay. And this is based on the survey results? Yes. Yeah? Okay. You're following along well. Christian rap. (laughs) Christian rap. Nothing Christian... Unless Christian is classified as other, which is 15 on the list. Other is a pretty wide fucking spectrum of stuff. Well, I don't know if I can participate in this heathen devil-worshipping list then, but I'll do it for our listeners. I'll push forward. Okay, let me give you a real guess. Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess this is around number three or four, and that's country music. Country music is the third most popular genre in the U.S. Knew it. Country music. But you're not too into country music, are you? You could say that a couple hundred more times. Yeah. Which is ironic since, you know, many of you know, Brandon and I live in Oklahoma. Right. One of the big country music states, but nope, can't do it. There are a lot of country music fans around here. I do like some country music. I don't like most of what's played on the radio. 
And I think a lot of people who do like country music would agree that country music on the radio kind of all sounds the same. It's about like, it's metrosexual dudes talking about taking a cooler in the back of their truck down to a dirt road. Sexy tractors. It's all cranked out of the same like three or four music machines in Nashville or Los Angeles that just kind of find these dudes with stubble on their face and tight jeans with like rhinestones on them and then they just like <laughs> ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. They're like, let's see, give me a pickup truck, give me a tailgate, give me a dirt road, give me a boombox, give me a girl with shorts who's looking fine. Oh, baby. And let's mix all that up into a song that sounds like uh, early to mid-2000s mainstream rock uh, but played with some amount of country music instruments but guess what it sells it well it sells because people aren't i think because people aren't given a choice like some of the choices on my list uh on my my picks here the songs that i added to this list and if you're following along you can search on spotify right now for 10-ish country there should there's a public playlist titled one zero ish country Look at you. This is all news to me, by the way, everyone. Brandon did this on his own. Instead of doing notes, I set up all these playlists and scoured some of my own playlists and favorite music to make these recommendations. So, to keep this short and sweet, my recommendations for Tennish Country are Turtles All the Way Down by Sturgill Simpson. Now, I should preface this that like, like I said, music is one of my things. I'm super into it and don't judge me by the surfaceness or mainstreamness of some of these songs. I wanted to pick songs that would be good introductions for people who didn't know these artists or hadn't heard this kind of music before. So, Turtles All the Way Down might not be what I think is the coolest Sturgill Simpson song to share, but it's the one I think people who are interested in country music would have the easiest time saying like, oh yeah, this is something I can get into. And that goes for the rest of these picks as well. We get it, Brandon. You're a corporate radio show. No need to explain. Turtles All the Way Down is um, like kind of a psychedelic. The the whole album that this appears on by Sturgill Simpson is kind of a psychedelic country music album. Have a live version of Whiskey River by Willie Nelson. If you've never seen Willie Nelson live, he opens every show with Whiskey River and he also plays it again halfway through the show. Why? Well, my f- What's the rationale? My there? friend Trey asked him that question uh, one time in Tulsa after a show at Kane's Ballroom. It used to be easy to go and just walk up to Willie's tour bus and meet Willie after a show. This show, Trey asked him, he said, why do you play Whiskey River twice? And Willie said, oh, it's just kind of an upper. <laughs> and he's exactly right. It's a what better reason to play that song twice in a concert. And it also has some of my favorite Willie uh, guitar playing. I also added Honky Tonk Heroes by Waylon Jennings. It's a song written by Billy Joe Shaver who wrote some of the coolest and most fun country music songs in the like 70s and 80s. Uh, it's a fun one. I added High Time live from the Spotify house by Casey Musgraves. And then I added Cover Me Up by Jason Isbell. All of these except for Waylon and Willie are relatively new country music artists who I think deserve uh, some more listens. Well, I'm confused. Did you skip over your notes on accident, uh, Florida Georgia Line songs? (laughs) I I know enough about that band to know that they are a good example of what I probably don't dig about country music. Yeah, speak for yourself, weirdo. So, do you have any picks? And it's cool if you don't because we do have... I don't have a single country song that I can recommend. And I'm not saying there's no such thing as a good country song. I'm just saying I just don't listen to it at yeah. all. I Well, maybe you. Avoided it all my life. Maybe so as I, a part of this, uh, you can dig into some of these Spotify playlists as well and expand your horizons. Yeah, I don't need to expand my horizons. I'm already really smart. So, if you have been following along, if you paused or if you have just added this playlist to check it out later, just know that over the next few weeks, I will add more music to the Tennis Country public playlist on Spotify for you to check out, enjoy, uh, and then send me feedback on Twitter at Sidekick Host on Twitter. If you like, do not like, or I guess if you do not like, I don't really care. Don't tell me. But if you do, uh, let me know. If you don't like, tell me at Nick underscore E-M-E-L. So, that's country music, the third most popular music genre in the U.S.
So country music, Brandon's number one favorite type of music and the third most popular in the US. So, why don't I give you... would not say it's my, my top favorite, but yeah, guess another one. Got it. Tied for your most favorite. Here's another genre that I just personally am not into. You know, I, I've learned about myself that I have a pretty narrow appreciation of music. I'll be the first to admit it. I don't explore out of my comfort zone too often. Brandon does a lot more of that than I do, so. But on that note, I'm going to guess rap is number... Well, it might be like rap slash hip hop or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's put that at number two. I was surprised to find that hip hop, which I'm categorizing rap as part of hip hop. Hip hop is number five. Probably says more about the demographics of this thousand people surveyed because I think once you're over the age of about 25 or 30, the likeliness that you're up to date currently listening to hip hop, I think goes down. I wonder if a lot of modern you know, what I would call rap songs are like in a pop category or something like that. Yeah, there's some music that spans genres and I just had to say like, this is what I'm going to choose to represent pop or hip hop or whatever. Hip hop's number five. Hip hop is number five. Let me share a couple of my picks. So, again, you can go to Spotify and search for Tenish, one zero ish hip hop, Tenish hip hop. So, the first song I added in here was Run the Jewels by artist Run the Jewels from the album Run the Jewels. Hmm. For no other reason than like, I just like this song. I think this is a cool sounding song. And a song by Mac Miller, who, I don't know if you follow this closely, but he's a hip hop producer, performer, songwriter, and he died a couple years ago of an overdose. His last album that he released was called Swimming. It's really cool. He's a really is actually like super talented. So I added the song, What's the Use? Do you have any hip hop picks to add to this playlist? Amish Paradise by Weird Al. Okay. Why Amish Paradise? <laughs> I actually do like, like to me, it holds up better over time than Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, and Gangster's Paradise. There's not a whole lot of rap or, or hip hop about gang banging anymore. It was kind of a 90s thing. Amish people have been around and been funny. Yeah, <laughs> for like a couple hundred years. Is now a good time to let everyone in on your past life as an Amish? I sure do know a lot about music for someone who grew up <laughs> like pulling yeah. up beats for entertainment. <laughs> Not fresh beats, but like root-based beats. You know that song that everybody knows? From the window to the wall. Till the sweat drips down my balls. <laughs> Me and my friends in high school used to uh, love blasting that, driving down the mean streets of Owasso, Oklahoma. Well, is, do you want to add that to the list? That's called Get Low. Sure. Get Low, yes. Yeah, it's by Little John. Okay, so Get Low by <laughs> Little John. See, that's the thing about talking about pop is these two fucking white Oklahoma guys in their 30s just saying the names of the artists and the titles that of the song songs. That song came out while I was in college, so it like... When I hear from the window to the walls to the sweat drip down my balls, I'm not kidding around. I only think about like white blonde sorority girls at date parties, (laughs) drunk and singing, to the sweat drip down my balls. And there's another one that we always used to blast and that is Go to Church by Ice Cube and others. I don't know, you know. I don't know that I recognize this a fucking decade one. probably. Is it encouraging you to like literally go to like Sunday school? It's, <laughs> if you a scared motherfucker, go to church. That's, that's good <laughs> advice. <laughs> you can't right now. You would, uh, right now if you were a scared motherfucker, you would have to tune into a live stream of your church on Facebook. Or go to the many churches that are being exempt from the social restrictions. Or go to the church of Spotify like I do. Did you see there was a pastor, I shared it on our Facebook page, there's a like a famous evangelical pastor, I forget his name, but you know, most people would probably recognize him. He was doing a live prayer to God, the, the wind of God was going to blow that damned coronavirus out, wipe it out for good and he literally says, COVID-19 and then he blows into the microphone. <laughs> I think it worked. I think. Next thing you know, all of our concerts got rescheduled. If it was that easy, guy then just blow the wind of God toward child murders and cancer. Yeah, you should have been blowing that wind a long time ago. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll add all of those to the list. Yeah. My other picks that I have on here, I shared Shake Your Rump by Beastie Boys. (laughs) Fucking goddammit. 
So if you are only like a surface level familiar with the Beastie Boys, there's sort of two images of the Beastie Boys I think are in pop culture. There is the image of the like young frat boy rap kids from the 80s who did Fight for Your Right. And then what was that? What, were the, what right were they fighting there for, Brandon? To party. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to be clear. Go and ahead. And then the Beastie Boys from the mid to late 90s that were, you know, also instrumentalists and had kind of matured into these guys who were in their like late 20s and early 30s. And But there is this middle era of Beastie Boys. Uh, their second album is called Paul's Boutique. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. So, if you think you know what the Beastie Boys sound like, check out Shake Your Rump and the rest of Paul's Boutique. Uh, then I also added two songs by Blackstar. Blackstar is hip-hop rappers Most Def and Talib Kweli. And I got together and did one album together and uh, it's really cool. I added two songs from Blackstar on here as well. Blackstar, okay. Is that the uh, spiritual successor to Limp Biscuits, Chocolate Starfish in the hot dog flavored water? I don't think there is a spiritual successor. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Would I did it all for the Nookie be considered? Be considered hip-hop. It would. Uh, it's not going on any I will not. List. Don't put it on the list, please. So, yeah, that's hip-hop. Hip-hop. So, my favorite... Well, see, there's like all these sub-genres, but I'll just... My favorite genre would be rock. Yeah. I'm going to guess that's six. No, it's number one. Really? Well... Rock and roll or just rock. Rock and or roll is number one on the list. This is the most popular genre music in the United States. And for our picks for rock, you can search for 10-ish rock the public playlist on Spotify. Now, I'll give you three of my picks for Tennis Rock and then I'll throw it to you for some of your additions. So, I listen to a lot of what I think people would describe as like indie rock or alt rock, which is usually just means like sensitive boys and strong, cool women. And that's definitely what the like last year or so in rock music has been like for me. So, I'm going to share three women have made awesome, like my three of my favorite albums in the last year. Sharon Van Etten, I added the song You Shadow from her album Remind Me Tomorrow. Wise Blood, uh, I added her song Movies from the album Titanic Rising. And Angel Olsen, who is also new to me, but I'm listening to her album All Mirrors over and over while I work for the last couple of weeks. And I added the title track All Mirrors from that album. So, give me some of your hot rock picks. Before I do, is, you know, rock is so broad. I mean, for example, would metal be under the rock category or is so that separate? For the purposes of this list, heavy metal does have its own category. But I... Okay, well then I'll... Yeah. Everyone should keep in mind that. I did not know today's list ahead of time. It's hard to come up with those yeah. picks on the fly. Again, off the top of my head here, I'll try to uh, kind of diversify my rock picks. So... Okay. Um, if you've listened to some of our past music episodes, you probably know that Nirvana is my favorite band. The grunge era, early 90s is kind of my favorite style of music. So, all of it, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, uh, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, etc. So, in that genre, off the top of my head, I'll add Nutshell by Alice in Chains. Okay. It's not what you'd expect from, you know, really heavy band that Alice in Chains is. And then I'll do something kind of uh, funkadelic, which is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Also one of my favorite bands. Brandon and I saw them live together. Uh, what, what Red Hot song do I want to suggest? One of my favorite Chili Pepper songs is, that's not like super mainstream is Desecration Smile off Stadium Arcadium. Okay. Do one more. I was going to do a heavy metal, but since that's its own category. What else well, I'll tell you what. I have not created a playlist for heavy metal because it is not in the top 10. It was 11 on the list. So, if you have a heavy metal pick, I will add it to the Tennis Rock public playlist. Yeah, I'll go with Metallica, another band that I love. And I'm going to say something controversial. If you know anything about Metallica, you know that St. Anger is not their best album or their most preferred album. A lot of people hate it. It's actually my favorite Metallica album, believe it or not. I know, I'll, I'll get some hate mail for that. But... Some kind of monster. Hate mail. <laughs> Some kind of monster from St. Anger is one of my favorites. You like a different song than I do. I like all the songs on no, there. No, no, I'm saying this is someone's thought process. You like a different song than I do and now I hate you. Yeah, it's like that reviewer that told us to keep Trump out of a political podcast. 
and keep the cursing out. I'll come up with a list that's completely politics-based. If it riles somebody. I'm going to DM it directly to that person. So, there you go. I will add these to the list. I like also like the Alice in Chains song, Rooster. Yeah, of course. Do you know what it's about? Yeah, it's about the guitarist, Jerry Cantrell. His father served in the war and his name was Rooster. Yeah. His nickname was Rooster. Yeah, when I was in high school and like listening to it on the radio, I didn't know that. I just thought it was a cool sounding song. <laughs> and something about this badass rooster, you know, like strutting his way out of the hen house <laughs> is what I imagine. <laughs> and then, yeah, I heard this cool story that it's about his dad who he like maybe didn't fully understand but like was trying to connect with. His dad wasn't that into their music, but he did tell like there was a performance where his dad came and he heard them perform that song live that he took off his cowboy hat and like, you know, waved it at his son during the song was kind of his way of saying like he was enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, if you read the lyrics, it's very <laughs> clearly about war, not a rooster yeah. <laughs> strutting out of the hen house. Okay. So, that's rock. Oh, one more. Yeah. One more rock song. Add it. Santa Baby. No. Then I, what I thought was going to be number one is pop. Pop is number two. Yeah. And pop... Like you mentioned earlier, is fucking all over the place as far as what you want to categorize as pop. So, I tried to pick songs that I thought were representative of that genre, but most likely not played on the radio. And I can't know for sure because I don't really listen to the radio. So, for this playlist, you can search on Spotify for Tennis Pop. Uh, so, I have two songs on here by the band Purity Ring which I think is kind of like a dream pop band. All of my stuff kind of comes from this like fucking hipster world. So, yeah, you're a real hipster. Every one of their albums is good, but I included two off of um, my favorite of their albums. I included a song by another female pop artist. goes by the name of Grimes. Uh, that song is Oblivion. Then I also have M.I.A., uh, the song Paper Plane. So, I think most people have probably heard that once. And then... The most controversial song added to this playlist uh, was the first one I added. It's a song by Bruno Mars off his album Unorthodox Jukebox. I found this song a long time ago and it's fucking wild. It's a pop song titled Gorilla and it's all about how after going out to the dance club, he's going to take you home and you and me, baby, making love like gorillas. Oh, oh baby. Tell me more. That's it. I'm, he, you need him to tell you, to sing you more about the ways in which he would make love to you like a gorilla. Even though I think he's only yeah. four and a half feet tall. <laughs> You'll be banging on his chest, bang, bang, gorilla. God damn it. All right. I don't want to hear about this anymore. All right. So, there's my pop picks. I... You may not have a lot of pop picks. I mean, when I think of pop, honestly, I think Michael Jackson's first one to come to mind for me. I had some Michael Jackson on here. So, most people have heard of Michael yeah. Jackson. Do you have a Michael Jackson pick? that you think people may not be jamming to already. Well... And probably not. The, I mean, honestly, the Michael Jackson songs that come to mind most are the hit. So, I'm just going to tell you my favorite Michael Jackson song. I'll put song. it on there. Yeah, and it's one of the most famous songs of all time, but his best song is Billie Jean. I agree. It is his best song. And it's a great song. I mean, say what you want about Mr. Jackson, but... I'll add that. Genie in a Bottle. Genie in a Bottle, were you saying the Christina Aguilera song? <laughs> yeah, high school and college is when I kind of remember being exposed to the most pop music. Yeah, It's same. all boy bands, it's NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Okay, I have some picks there on those. Okay. Because when NSYNC and uh, Backstreet Boys and all them were big, I was in elementary school. Right. So, my taste in music hadn't really matured yet. So, I listened to a fair amount. I bet you really <laughs> liked the music video for, is the song called Backstreet's Back? I know the song. Is that? I don't, I don't know, know the video. That that's the title oh, of the Oh, wait. Song. That's the one where they're all horror icons, right? Yeah. My yeah. seven-year-old loves it because, yeah, they look like, oh, it's called Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Is it called Everybody or Backstreet's Back? Who cares? Who gives a shit? I've mentioned this song on this pod at some point. Five. The band Five. Slam Dunk the Funk. You've mentioned that before, yeah. Watch the music video because the way these little teenage white boys are like nutting up to the camera, <laughs> showing how big and bad they are, you know, doing that shit where they like... I just added it to the, to the list. Yeah. Slam Dunk the Slam Funk. Slam Dunk the Funk. For NSYNC... I want you back. I mean, that was a hit at the time, but it has not endured to this day like Bye Bye has or something. And then Aaron Carter, Aaron's Party. 
Wait, wouldn't Aaron Carter's party involve <laughs> methamphetamine? <laughs> he was fucking like 11 when he released it. Aaron's party, in parentheses, come get it. Yeah, you know, I have not listened to that song. I haven't listened to one word or beat of that song since I was in like third grade yeah. and I can still hear it in my head right now. I'm going to add one more, which is Will Smith. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just the two of us. From the album Big Willie Style? Oh, yeah. I had the cassette tape, my friend. I think I, ha- I did have that on CD. Yeah, but you were like a 40-year-old man. I was in second grade or whatever, so. All right. So, that's pop. You still have number four, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. So, get your shit together. I mean, like blues we're or We're going to get into a Jazz? lot of stuff that I know you don't know fucking shit about. So, let's slow down a minute. Jazz. Well, you said blues and jazz. We're going to go with blues first because it was the first goddamn thing out of your mouth. Eight. Blues is number nine. Knew it. Fucking nailed it. You can follow along this playlist at Tennis Blues on Spotify. I've got a few picks here. I have two songs by Muddy Waters. The first song is a song I heard one day on satellite radio on the blues station. I'd never heard this song before. I was driving, so I couldn't do a lot of dancing, but it got my like, do you ever like just dance with just your ass cheeks while you're sitting? What in the fuck? Well, I did it. No. What are you talking about? Well, I know other normal humans do these things. Dance with just their ass cheeks? What does that mean? While you're sitting? Yes. You can do it. You just choose not to because you're awkward. Yes. When you dance, you have to use the muscles in your body to express the way the music makes you feel. Yeah, but not while you're sitting like working. uh, Sitting and and driving. your butt cheeks one after another. When you're driving and you got your mojo working, the song is called I've Got My Mojo Working by Muddy Waters. But you got a steering wheel to drum your fingers off of right there. You don't need to flex your butt cheeks. Don't criticize the way I get my mojo working. You listen to music wrong. I've Got My Mojo Working is a live song from the Newport Jazz Festival. And it's not the only song I'll mention today that was recorded live at the Newport Jazz Festival, which apparently is the fucking coolest jazz festival to go to anywhere. Take your word for it. I've Got My Mojo Working by Muddy Waters. And then a Muddy Waters song I think almost everybody has heard at some point in a movie or a TV show. It's called Manish Boy. You may not recognize the name, but you would definitely recognize the music to Manish Boy. And it's a good introduction to the king of electric blues, Muddy Waters, from the album King of the Electric Blues. Uh, I have a song by John Lee Hooker called One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer. Uh, I have a song by Buddy Guy. Uh, Buddy Guy is still old, is still alive. He's still old, and he still tours. He tours all the time. He's old as fuck. And you would think when a guy gets real old, he can't play <laughs> guitar like a wild badass. But Buddy Guy has been badass his whole life. In two thousand, so ten years ago, he released an album called Living Proof, and the opening song on it is called Seventy Four Years Young. So he's now currently, he's 84, but in this song, 74 years young, you start listening to it and it sounds like an old man singing a blues song, nothing too special Mm -hmm. until the guitar solo kicks in. He goes from singing like an old man to kicking in your goddamn eardrum and ripping shit inside your head. It's one of the most badass (laughs) guitar solos, but it's couched in this song about how fucking old he is. He says he's old, but he's still out like prowling and getting pussy. (laughs) God, to put it. To put it disgustingly. So, 74 Years Young by Buddy Guy. And then the last one on here is the song Be Careful with a Fool from the artist Johnny Winter off the album Johnny Winter. Johnny Winter is interesting because he's, he's really good. He's really talented. But Nick, when you think of a blues musician, what kind of person do you think of? What does a blues musician in your mind look like? A man wearing overalls, <laughs> sitting on a curb with an old wooden acoustic guitar, uh-huh. wailing. A lot like Dewey Cox when he was a little boy in Walk Right. Home. But am I correct that this is most likely, it's most likely in your mind you're picturing black man, right? No comment. Okay. Well, hopefully you are because... <laughs> Most blues musicians are black men. I don't see people by their color. Well, the rest of us do. We're just not weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, most, most blues musicians are African-American guys. But Johnny Winter was an albino. He wasn't just white. What? 
he was albino white. Wow. You don't hear about that. Which has nothing to do with the content of his music or his skills or performer. I just think it's interesting. And he has the coolest... Johnny Winter is his real name. Oh, really? He has white hair and looks like, you know, one of the people from North of the Wall oh my <laughs> from God. Game, of, Game of Thrones. Don't worry. He, Johnny Winter's dead. He's not going to come after me. Jesus, Johnny, so many fucking bombs you're dropping in the last five minutes here. Johnny Winter would be an awesome name of to course. come up with if you were an albino blues musician, but it was his real fucking name. Well, not only that, but if you're born with the name Johnny Winters, you're guaranteed to be a famous person at some point. <laughs> or to be albino. Well, that too. Uh, so, anyway, if you have any blues picks, I can add them to here, but... Dewey Cox story. That's all I know about blues. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we can't do that. So, blues at number nine. Jazz. Jazz number eight. Knew it. Jazz, slightly more popular than blues. You can check out my jazz picks and any jazz picks that Nick is able to scrape up on the Spotify playlist, Tennis Jazz. Why do the Utah Jazz, why is a basketball team named after a music genre? Because they were originally from New Orleans. It was originally the New Orleans jazz, okay, which makes a lot of sense. It still doesn't make sense. Why is a basketball team music? Sorry. Go ahead. Well, doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't matter where they're from. I don't Do know. you want to have the Oklahoma country music? Is that the basketball team here? Uh, Please proceed. So, I guess good point. I know everyone knows who Miles Davis is, but if you're not into jazz, this is very surface level, but if you're not into jazz, Miles Davis' album, Kind of Blue is kind of like the Sgt. Peppers or Pink Floyd, or I'm sorry, or Dark Side of the Moon, whatever. It's like the album or one of the albums of jazz. Uh, and it starts out with a track titled So What? And if you've never listened to jazz and never thought about getting into it, this is a great one to start out with. And if you like that song, then you'll probably like jazz. And if you don't like that song, uh, you probably just want to skip the rest of it. <laughs> I also included the song St. James Infirmary by Alan Toussaint, The Mooch by Duke Ellington, and for Nick, I included a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit by the trio The Bad Plus. The Bad Plus is more current and modern. I've not heard that. They play covers of modern music, plus they play their own music as well. They're really good. And yeah, they have a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit that I've added to this. I'll check that out. I'm going to learn a lot about music from listening to this playlist, I feel. All these playlists. You know jack shit about, you got no jazz picks though, right? Carl Malone. I'm not, I can't add Carl Malone. I'll add one more pick. Wasn't Carl Malone the jazz? Carl Malone did play on the yeah. Utah Jazz. Fucking basketball expert over here. I'll also add Take Five by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. That's another one that people oh, have probably heard before. I'll tip my tongue. You, you just took it from me. I was about to say it. Yeah. Most people have probably heard it in like movies or TV shows before, but haven't heard it on its own from start to finish. And that's another good intro. So that's jazz. Okay. Jazz. I'm going to have to start getting creative here. With, let, me tell you, yeah. let me tell you 12, 13, and 14. Okay. 14 is Latin. You got no okay. Latin music. J-Lo. Oh, she is uh, Latin. Uh, I so bet she uses the, the butt cheek flexing trick when she's... Uh, we, I saw her. She, we, we covered this shit on the Super Bowl episode. You're right. Her ass jiggling. So, 13 is folk music and 12 is reggae, which I'm still surprised it gets its own category. Reggae, so, you're missing yeah. numbers... 10, 7, 6, and 4. Ah, what am I? Okay, give me a second here. Would like funk be its own? Funk most likely falls into a subgenre of R&B and soul. Okay, okay, yeah. I would say funk, funk is somewhere in the R&B and soul category, which is number four. Yep, knew it. Like you just implied, R&B and soul covers a wide scope of music. So, I've picked a few R&B and soul songs that I think are worth checking out that aren't maybe immediately obvious. So, for these, you can go to Spotify. You're looking for the public playlist titled 10-ish R&B, R&B, and A&D, Soul. So, the picks I have on here, one is from Drake. Listener of the show. Yeah, listener of the show, Drake. I think most people have heard this song, Hold On, We're Going Home, but I think it's a good example of a good modern R&B song. But two better examples of modern R&B songs are both from Frank Ocean off of his album Blonde. I included the songs Self Control and White Ferrari, which do not sound like traditional R&B music, but I think there's a lot of 
music critics who would argue that Frank Ocean kind of changed the game or opened things up uh, with his album. Channel Orange, I think, opened things up and then Blonde like definitely has changed what's cutting edge or cool in R&B music for the years to come. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little in- surprised you, you went with picks from his album Blonde because I think Brunette and Ginger are much better. It's terrible, fucking awful. Yeah. The, the listeners are eating it up, lapping it up like a dog. If you're laughing at that joke, feel free to contact <laughs> us and let us know. So, I've also included, I mentioned before, another song recorded live at the Newport Jazz Festival. The song was recorded by Ray Charles. Mm. It's from the album Ray Charles at Newport. It's a performance of The Right Time live at Newport's Jazz Festival. It's a song I think most people have heard from Ray Charles, but maybe not live. And then, one of my favorite R&B performers to listen to if I'm like, if I'm feeling down or if I'm feeling like I need some energy. If you're feeling that way. I'm feeling that way right now. Go on Spotify, search James Brown and listen to any one of his live albums. Well, they'll definitely get you moving. Butt cheeks and all. They are funky. His band is great. And the shit James Brown says in between songs is some of my favorite shit ever recorded in live concerts. Evidently, he has always been the exact same James Brown since at least 1968. Uh, So, I included the song, Say It Loud. Is he still alive? No, I think James Brown's dead. Rest in peace. I included the song, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud, live from Augusta, Georgia in 1968. I don't have any choices for R&B and soul. However, the alternative rock band Cage the Elephant, one of my favorite modern bands, does have a song called James Brown off their first album, Cage the Elephant, and it's very good. Is it funky like James Brown? It's like a funky in a rock way, kind of, you know, the same way Red Hot Chili Peppers are funky. Mm Mm-hmm. Should I include it on this list? I mean, it's not R&B and Soul, but it's, <laughs> it's named after a guy that... <laughs> um, I'm Sure. I'm reminded during today's episode, <sighs> I don't really listen to music that much anymore because pretty much every spare minute of audio time I have is dedicated to podcasts. And I'm not the type... You and I have talked about this offline, Brandon, but I'm not the type of person that can listen to music like while I work. I can't focus. So, I cannot work without some sort of music. Since I don't have music on during the workday ever, and since when I'm driving or walking or whatever, I am listening to podcasts, I just, I don't listen to music hardly at all anymore. You're fucking up your life. Fucking up. Well, we're getting you back. Yeah, I'm going to listen to all these though, these playlists. You've let go of the wheel and I have reached over and grabbed it. No, not you. Pulled you back onto the road. Jesus took my wheel. Jesus, yeah. take the wheel. Where's that? Is that you notice the... none of his music cracked the top 15. Jesus. There's three remaining categories. Would like classic rock be its own category? Probably not, right? No, classic rock uh, I think is wrapped up under rock. Well, yeah, but like Nirvana is so different than like Elvis, right? Right. I think rock has to be number one, not because it really is number one, but because there's like literally, it's, it's of the all widest. these, there's like a hundred subgenres of rock. And so, you right. can hate Elvis and love Nirvana and still say rock is your favorite category and vice versa. Okay, so... I think the remaining ones might be more obvious than you, than you are thinking. Okay. Two of the remaining categories mostly focus on music that does not include lyrics or words Instrumental. or singing. Mm-hmm. That's not the name the of it. Instrumental is not a genre. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, like Mozart type stuff, symphonies. Okay. Yeah, that's classic, classical music. Yeah. Classical music and opera are number 10 on the list. How could I forget? I'm going to guess by the way you fumbled through that like a blind man wearing oven mitts that you probably don't have very many classical or opera I'll bet I have more of those than I do jazz or R&B. Maybe so. Let me share the three that I added because I'm also not like... I listen, when I am in the car and don't have time to like mess with my phone to like find what I want to listen to, I usually default to the cla- local classical radio station because it's just good like soft, yeah. chill background it's stuff. It's great butt flexing in the car music. Yeah. I very rarely hear something on there that I'm like, I need to, I need to remember that for later. I need to go look that up. Imagine that classic like dun, 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 and you're flexing your butt to each beat. Do you know what? piece of music you just 
quote unquote performed there? See, that's the the thing. I I know a lot of these songs by the way they sound, but I don't know like the title or the or the person behind it. That's Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Yeah, that's where I was going next. Cut me off. So the picks that I chose, I think there's a good chance that all three of these I was originally exposed to. I had to take an elective, a music elective, and I took like understanding music. Yeah, nerd alert. And focused a lot on classical music. And so, I have included The Moldau by Bedrick Smetna. Listener of the show. He's dead a long time ago. From Johann Strauss, I included The Blue Danube. Always makes me think of the opening of 2001, A Space Odyssey. I included Claire de Lune, which I think everybody has probably heard a hundred thousand times, but maybe has not heard outside of a movie or TV show. Kind of interesting about finding classical music on Spotify is that like for every piece of classical music, you can find it, you know, performed by, you know, multiple pianists that you've never heard before, different symphonies and orchestras. And there's tons and tons and tons and tons of recordings, but I don't know why the majority of them are just terrible to try to listen to. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to record one of the most beautiful piano pieces in history. We thought about going into a room that's all tile and filled with uh, urinals. Could we set up a microphone? Yeah. It's like where we record our podcasts. Yeah. So, do you have any classical or opera pieces to add to the Tennis Public Playlist, Tennis Classical and Opera? What's the f- big famous Mozart one? I mean, I know he had a bunch, but <laughs> there's, I don't know. Well, all the stuff you said sounds great. Let's just stick with those. Do you want me to find like the hottest piece of Mozart? Yeah, like this is the problem. I can't tell you the names or... He had a song that was translated, the title translated was Lick Me in the Asshole. That one. Do you want me to find that one? Yes. How's it go? Well, it's instrumental. Well, it's the, like the instrumental equivalent of licking uh, an 18th century foppish dandy's asshole. Why would he do that? Because Mozart was a, like a child genius. <laughs> like his father, you know, trained him or forced him, whatever, to learn how to play piano. He was very skilled. He was most literally a musical genius. But he grew up like a spoiled, rich musical artist. Think about like, I mean, he's, he's kind of like... Justin Bieber? Like if Justin Bieber was actually super talented, like was a musical genius, a famous performer from the time he was a kid and given money, music, women, all this stuff and he has a crude sense of humor. Mozart had a very crude sense of humor and... Yeah, but this is what, like 1800s? Yeah, people were crude and crass back then too. I know, but like... Uh, there's graffiti in Pompeii that says like, suck my dick or, or you know, eat my fart box and stuff. <laughs> is that a real one? There's graffiti that, uh, that talks about like sex acts and like bending yeah, but... people over. Yeah, there's really crass stuff written on graffiti from like, you know, before Well, that I believe, Christ but like died. in pop culture, like music and stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Do you have any others? No, that's it. Okay, I think I have a g- good guess for number six. Okay. Christmas or holiday? No, there's no holiday music in here. That's bullshit. You know that's... All right. TV show theme songs? I don't know. No, no, no. We'll concentrate on number seven. Number seven is also a genre of music that typically does not feature a vocal performance. Most of the vocal performances in this music are probably recorded and sampled. Acapella? Nope. Acapella would be heavy on vocal performance rather than instrumental. Yeah. Choir? Like choir stuff? I don't know. No. Forget about vocals. I just said, not heavy on vocals. Forget about the mouth. Mm, hard to do. This type of music is mostly performed or recorded electronically. Oh. What's that fucking word? Electronic. Is that the word? Yes. Electronic and dance music. See that? Yeah. All right. Electronic slash dance is number seven. The seventh most popular music genre. And to find this one, you can search for, on Spotify, the public playlist, Tennis 10ISH Electronic. And I removed the word dance because, fucking, I'm not, we're not dancing here. <laughs> so, I didn't realize, until I kind of was forced to sit down and think about it, but that I, I do listen to a decent amount of electronic music or music that could be categorized in an electronic category. And I do listen to a lot of this music while I'm working because vocals tend to be a little distracting. 
So, I have a handful of picks that I've put on here. The song Night Call by Kavinsky, uh, which you'll recognize from the movie Drive. It had a lot of synthesizer-based electronic music. The track Justified Response from the Vietnam War original score by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. They also did the music for The Social Network and I think uh, are also doing the soundtrack for HBO's Watchmen series. So, uh, I also included the song Still Night by Pretty Lights. Uh, that is one, like, I've not been to a Pretty Lights concert, but from what I understand, they are like a place to take drugs and dance. Mm. But since I just listened to them while I'm doing Excel work, <laughs> they just help me, they just help me work. So, I, Still Night by Pretty Lights, uh, the song Slow Mo by Slow Dive off the album Slow Dive. That's another great album to listen to in the background while you're working. A Walk by Tycho. It's another one of my background electronic albums. And then the song Steve McQueen by M83. Did you want to continue? I mean, you were, you were just naming off every song that's ever existed, right? So, I just want to make sure you... I named off the six that were on the playlist huh. uh, that I was trying to describe for our listeners. Do you have anything to contribute? It really seemed like you were just going through all of history's music. So, my eyes were glazing over. Would What Is Love be considered? No. <laughs> I'm not going to put that Why on Why not? Why? That's a dance song. I guess it is. All right. I want it on there. And then everybody dance now because that's what Michael is singing when he holds up the boombox over his head in the office. <laughs> Those are my two contributions. Is number six soundtrack? No. Oh, come on. That was a good guess though. Well, what do you... You say come on like I can just change the fucking list on the fly. Well, no one would ever no, know. No, it's not. It's not on here. Uh, so, number six. It's not the thing you just said. This is a popular genre for radio stations. It's often played in doctor and dentist office waiting rooms. Like elevator music? If you're getting warm. It is elevator music. There's just a different word for it. Yes. The word that most people... It's a genre of music that it's very easy to listen to. It's very easy to listen to. Easy. Are you a mentally <laughs> retarded person? <laughs> it's easy listening. Is that the word? Easy listening is the genre, yeah. No one has, in the history of the fucking world has ever said, oh, easy listening is my favorite music genre. Don't Listeners, please, in mass, tweet at Nick ML on Twitter and tell him that easy listening is a very widely recognized genre of music. No, I'm sure it is, but no one says it that way. All right, Well, they whatever. fucking do because it's on the list. So, easy listening. I got like nothing on this shit. I don't listen. The Office theme song, the Seinfeld theme song. Those are easy those listening. Aren't, no, I'm putting them there. Put them there. I don't know. To me, easy li listening is just kind of easy. light rock. Easy listening is hard. So, on this, I didn't put anything that's like groundbreaking or special because I don't know any fucking, I don't have any hot tips for easy listening. What I added in here was what I think of when I think of easy listening. And those are the songs Fire and Rain by James Taylor, which puts me to sleep. The song Wild World by Cat Stevens, which also puts me to sleep. And what you would probably recognize as the most quintessential, easy listening hmm. elevator music song, even though you don't know the title of it, Songbird by Kenny G. I guarantee if you listen to Songbird by Kenny G, you'll immediately go, oh, I've heard that in a JCPenney changing room before. Let's test it out. I got an ad. Hang on. I was going to say, from probably about the first four to five seconds of the song Songbird by Kenny G, you should know whether or not you have heard it five million times before. <laughs> I've definitely heard it. <laughs> yeah. It kind of makes you laugh, right? Is that not exactly what easy listening is? A music is? video is literally him in a curly mullet playing in front of people in public places on a whatever fucking instrument that is. <laughs> I think it's like a clarinet. I mean, he's going for it. Doesn't that song, hearing those notes make you think of like sitting and waiting to go see the orthodontist? <laughs> yeah. So, those are the only ones I put under easy listening. I will tell people out there, just like the rest of these categories, there is a playlist, a public playlist called 10-ish Easy Listening. But I'm going to be honest, I will most likely never update any of the songs in the Easy Listening playlist because I don't listen to this. I'll do it. Okay. Let me run through those top 10. 
most popular music genres in the U.S. as of May 2018. Let me, before I run through these, for each one of these that I name off, you can search for the public playlist on Spotify. Just add 10-0-I-S-H, 10-ish, before each of these. So number 10, 10-ish, classical and opera. Number 9, 10-ish, blues. Number 8, 10-ish, jazz. Number 7, 10-ish, electronic. Number 6, probably don't waste your time with this one. Wow, 10-ish, easy listening. Number 5, 10-ish, hip-hop. Number 4, 10-ish, R&B and soul. Number 3, 10-ish, country. Number 2, 10-ish, pop. Number 1, 10-ish, rock. We did it. I did it. For most of those, they will be updated and added to on an ongoing basis. So, there you have it. We had a, a very interactive music-based episode and hopefully at the end of this, you can find some new stuff to dive into and listen to and get interested in that has nothing to do with the world on fire outside of your home. Hmm. And if you don't want to listen to all these things, you could also just continue listening to this fucking show. We uh, have... <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Do a plug. Get it in there. That sounded smooth as hell. Okay, then how would you like to continue? What, what should we say next? Go ahead, say, fucking master of the universe here. Well, I will. So, to wrap this shit up, keep listening to us. We're on this uh, Blue Wire network. We <laughs> want to thank Blue Wire for all uh-huh. the shit they're doing for us. You can follow us on all the social medias at 10ish podcast, 10ish podcast. You can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick underscore M-L-E-M-E-L. You can follow wow. me on Twitter at at sidekick host we should plug nothing else okay nothing else will be plugged want to thank you for listening we'll be back next week with episode 83 i'll have that list and by the way episode 85 is right around the corner which means it's almost time for another q a episode which we do every 20 episodes look out on all those damn those goddamned social media channels for prompts to ask your questions thanks for listening see ya bye